0: This is the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the
1: inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield.
2: Hello everybody and welcome to the latest Liverpool Blood Red Podcast with me, Ian Doyle. Joining me today is not our full-time Liverpool correspondent, both home and away James Pierce. He is very much away for a few weeks, a well-earned rest, I think you'll all not agree. However, I do have with me, Christian Walsh. Hi, Christian. Hello, Ian. And also, Joe Rimmer. Hiya, Joe. Hello there, Ian. Now, we are all sat in our brand new super special podcast room on which we've got new microphones. So, anybody complaining about the sound quality, well, don't blame us this time. It's not our fault, is it, guys?
0: It most definitely is not our fault.
2: It never was our fault.
1: It's not a room, it's a studio, Ian. It, our our uh, looks, lovely video team would be very upset with you if it's, they heard
2: you it's, it's a room in the corner away from everybody else. I think <laughs> you'll find that is it's no, not soundproof at the moment, but apparently it will be. So if, if you hear anybody knocking, it's not Joe Rimmer just trying to
0: ask him to get let out anyway. And there is one rule as well. There is only one rule of this room, and, and that, that is please note no food or drink allowed in this studio. And that is illustrated
2: by a glass of wine being spilt by somebody very clumsy, a glass of Coke being spilt. Uh, What's this? I think it's like a Turkish metsi, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and also two video cameras because that's what everybody has for the tea.
1: I think we've lost just about a thousand. <laughs> <resources now.
2: laughs> well, I'll tell you what will bring them back: transfers. Yeah, the transfer window is open. Liverpool. I know I wasn't at the uh, podcast earlier this week where you spoke about the Champions League final. I believe you've done that one. You know, yeah, to death, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's, that one's it's done gone dusted. and dusted. It 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 it. Yeah, um, try saying that. What, to what the Champions people. League final? Who were you? That kind of thing. Anyway, transfers is what everybody's talking about. And the main one, Christian, that people are still going on about, especially in the wake of what did happen in Kiev, is Alison Becker of Roma. I mean, the latest that uh, we've heard from Italy today is that Roma are looking at one or two options just in case uh, Alison decides that he wants to go all Roma except a bid. I mean, you have to say that the story over there is that the player hasn't put in a transfer, he's not angled or or agitating for a a move away. Roma certainly don't want to sell him, but the way that their finances are at the moment, if they get a bit of 60 or 70 million euros, then they're probably going to say, that's that. I mean, what's what's your take? Should Liverpool still be looking at him? I mean, I know that James Pearce wrote earlier this year that Liverpool have
0: said to Alisson's representatives not to expect a bid this summer, but, you know, things can change, can't they? Things can change in the world of transfers, as always. It's a weird one, Alisson, I I do wonder, it, you look at his career and, and the progression that he's gone through, and it just feels like he's got one more season in Rome left in him. It feels like it'll almost be a bit of a rush from Roma to sell him now. It feels like it would be a bit of a rush for him to make the move. And I'll go ahead and say it as well. I'm not going to judge him on 180 minutes, but I will. He, he was, he was, I'm not going to judge him on 180 minutes, but I will. But I will. No, <laughs> but, but he didn't exactly impress me against Liverpool in that semi-final. There were a couple of times where... He did a few things which were very much questionable. A few things where you think, well, you know, if he did that week in week out on the cop, then he'd de- de- have his guts for garters. So it's it's an interesting one with with, with Allison in the sense that Roma are obviously going to try and get top dollar for him if they do decide to sell him. Um, I think their hope would be for a World Cup led bidding war. You know, because I think it's it's an interesting time around Europe in terms of goalkeepers with Courtois potentially going Real Madrid have still got Navas in goal even, and he's never sort of struck me even though he's won three Champions Leagues I think now back to back I think he's been there every every single time he's never really struck me as a Real Madrid goalkeeper so they might be looking for somebody Chelsea might be looking for somebody Liverpool looking for somebody it feels like there's a bit of a medico round here and, and the pieces of the jigsaw sort have of all got to fit into place whether Liverpool you know go back in for Alisson if they get a bit of you know, interest from Roma to say, you know, come on, a bit of encouragement from them. It remains to be seen, but I, I, because I know what happened with Carius in the final happened, uh, and it's obviously put the, the the spotlight back on the goalkeeping situation. But Alisson doesn't excite me all that much. I'll be honest. Are you excited by Alisson? Joe? I know that you quite like calling him by his full name,
1: Alisson Becker. Yeah, yeah. Boris's son. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd, again, like Christian. The only real football I've seen Arsenal players that that 180 minutes. So, but I'm unlike Christian. I'm not going to judge him on that 180 minutes because, to be perfectly honest, almost every signing Klopp's made so far for big money, um, I would add, has been a good one. So I think if, if Liverpool are willing to spend 60, 70 million pounds on a goalkeeper and and he's the man that they want to spend it on, I trust them to get it right. Um, anything you've read in terms of. Serie A football this year says he's been very very good he's Brazil's number one he's ahead of um, Edison, Man City's goalkeeper who looks very good to me as well so so I think there's there's a lot of stuff to be positive about with him Um, it's difficult it's difficult to get your head around Liverpool spending that sort of money on a goalkeeper but I suppose if you're going to spend that money on any position then it's it's a key position to solve isn't it so um, I think it's important they get it done I I bloody love a transfer merry-go-round by the way yeah. Who, who doesn't love a, a merry-go-round? I like a managerial merry-go-round, but they don't transfer... really do transfer
2: transfer merry-go-round. That doesn't really happen very There's, often. They're starting
1: they? to become a thing. I think it's, it's, like it's a, definitely a, a, It's uh,
2: like a chain of houses, isn't it? When yeah. you're trying to buy a house and someone's selling their house and that kind of thing. It's definitely, it's, it's definitely
0: a modern football thing, and yeah. it's definitely sort of reports in Spain, sort of thing, yeah, isn't it? You yeah. know, Mundo Deportivo say if X goes to Y, then Y goes to Z, and Liverpool end up with nobody.
1: You never see them completed either, do you? So I, I really am hopeful that we see a merry-go-round completed. That'd be my one wish this summer. Do thank. Joe, do you
2: think that there should be a merry-go-round for a goalkeeper that Liverpool should be on it? Which is another yeah, way of oh, saying they, should they, Liverpool yeah, sign a goalkeeper? Yeah, yes, yeah.
1: certainly they they definitely need to sign a goalkeeper. Um, why? Why? Um, because would you have said this before the final? Yeah, yeah, I think I would. well, I did say. It. I, I um, we we all wrote a piece um, earlier this month saying which which player should Liverpool if they they sign hmm. one player this summer, which one they should they sign? And I said all black um, because I think that they need to spend top quality. Yeah, mo- uh, top top money on a top quality goalkeeper and I think they need to get that sorted, it's something that's hung over them for seasons now and if you look at Man United um, I know Chelsea are having issues right now in terms of whether Courtois will stay, but he's a top quality goalkeeper and Carriers for me I, I still think the mistakes he made in the final, I wouldn't argue that I don't think he'll ever make those sorts of mistakes again, but he's not. he's not top quality, he's not Liverpool can get better and if they can get better they should get better. It will make their defence much, much better.
0: It's not even just about Karius as well. Simon Mignoli is not going to want to sit on the bench no, again next no. season so we're pretty much expecting him to the pass. But then it's a question of what, how, how good how much you want to spend Yeah, well that, that, is, that is the big question but I think you know, regardless I think Liverpool do need to sign a goalkeeper. They've got three at the moment and I wouldn't be surprised if they end up with one because you know Danny Ward, but he he sort of stayed last last season and and he didn't he, he played one game against career, Leicester. Yeah, it's just a, you know he's he's ultimately a, a, I think a, two years a, ago he was playing in the European Championships for Wales exactly. Yeah. And 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 ultimately he was sort of the, the Championships' best goalkeeper. Now if he wasn't on Liverpool's books, you'd imagine th- th- there'd be a whole host of clubs. If he if he come up with Huddersfield, for example, there would have been a whole host of clubs who were looking at him, mm-hmm. um, Huddersfield included. So it just feels like him a little bit like Woodburn, To be fair, the two Welsh lads, I think they've. Not wasted the year, but it does feel like they've they've certainly taken what a... Woodburn's not wasted a year. Not, he's still he's pretty mad how young he is. Yeah, no, that's what I said. I said. He didn't waste the year. Oh. But what I'm saying is they, they, they haven't taken the step forward that maybe both of them would have hoped to. And Ward especially, he's not young. He's not... Well, he's young comparatively for the goalkeeper, but the, the, there's definitely a, a, a room for manoeuvre for him in terms of making the next step in his career, even if it's sort of maybe taken a step down. So it's whether... It, it's the plans for him as well, what Liverpool have for him. So it could be a case of, I think, you know, ironically, I think the only one who's certain to be staying is Karius, but it just depends on what sort of role.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with that, yeah. Because, I mean, Karius, Klopp has obviously got a lot of faith in him. Let's face it, he put him in, you know, him and Mignolet were in that battle, weren't they, to be the number one. At the time, it felt a little bit cruel on Mignolet when he was, you know, basically shunted out of that number one slot. I think it was the FA Cup game against, uh, against Everton, wasn't it, in January that kind of sealed the particular fate there. But since then, no one's really been clamouring for Mignolé to get back in, have they? In the same way that maybe last year, when Mignolé was in, people were saying Carrius should come in. When Carrius was in, people were saying Mignolé should come in. I think, even even though, even though both keepers certainly Mignolé in the first half of the season didn't make any massive mistakes. You could argue Arsenal away was one worry. You could argue. I mean, there's
0: no arguments. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But then,
1: but then, you know, keepers that happens to keepers. Do you know what I think gives Carrius the edge on Mignolé, or did give Carrius the edge on Mignolé? Was the fact that he starts attacks quicker doesn't he and that came back to cost him in the final yeah, that was, he, that's, he tried, why. that's why, tried why tried times, yeah. and I think Liverpool are trying to find that balance and, and that's why Alisson possibly is, is the top target because everything about him is a very Brazilian goalkeeper isn't he? he gets the ball and he gets it, gets it out quickly um, but I think with Caris he almost didn't know when to to do that and when to stop, and and that cost him dear in the final. I
0: know we said we wouldn't mention the finals too much, but there was a moment about five, ten minutes in when the, there's a there's a through ball, I think, and you know from, from the vantage point of the, of the television screen, you, you think I think it was Benzema you are going oh no, he's he's through, and then all yeah, of a sudden yeah. the you know Karius just steps in into that massive breach and and, and sweeps up, and you know. It, there's no metric for that there's no there's no way to quantify that sort of influence and to be fair to Carrius, that is something that he brings more than Mignolet and, and even when Mignolet would rush out on his line he always seemed to be in a hurry he never seemed to be in control it always felt like he was one moment I away when from Remember
2: when Carries made he's obviously had a delayed debut didn't he when he played the first game in Derby at Derby in the League Cup remember writing something how everyone was obsessed with where his starting position mm, was yeah, he's like yeah. stood in the middle of the penalty area in the halfway line I mean obviously he's changed that since then but that's obviously what the manager wanted.
1: Well, look, look at Man City, for example. Man City went out and they bought Bravo, didn't they, hmm. a while ago? And, and they obviously wanted their style to change and they wanted a the goalkeeper who can distribute the ball is further off his line. And then they they decided that experiment didn't work and they went and spent a lot of money on a similar goalkeeper but of a better standard. And but I think they've Liverpool got Liverpool the are mon- going to do something th- similar. This
2: brings us to the money then. They've got the money. Karras was only the four and a half. Well, this then. is going to say how much money do Liverpool have? I mean... You look at it; they've taken eight billion pounds prize money from the from the Champions League. It was one hundred and twenty-five million pounds from the the Premier League. So there's two hundred and ten million or whatever it is. And then, have they spent any of the Coutinho money? So that's, you're looking at 350 million quid. Obviously, it doesn't work like that. They'll have had contingency, so, so they don't no. you know. What you're I'm saying, I'm not Ian Doyle. No, let's say, put no, this I'm on not. record. I'm not they won't saying. spend 200 million <laughs> no. on it. They
1: will spend 350 million, says so Ian not, Doyle.
2: That is not what I'm saying, because they'll have known that they're getting at least 100, <laughs> 100 million from the Premier League, and they'll have budgeted for that. So even if you just count the Champions League money, half of it, and the Coutinho money, it's still coming up to nearly 200 million pounds. They've already spent, was it 40 million? Up, could be as much as 45 on Fabinho. That leaves you with 150. How much
0: should they be spending on a goalkeeper? As much as they need to. I think Liverpool are in that situation now where they really are. And you don't want to go all Legion united Peter Risdale 2001, but I don't think there's a danger of that. No fish tank for a start. Uh, hopefully not. Um, but ultimately, Liverpool are really on the on the edge of something here. They are very much... Are they on the edge of glory? I didn't want to say that because <laughs> it's, it's, it's a song. And now it's in my head and it's going to be in my head all day. We have an alternative version, don't we? Yes. Anyway, continue. It's just a... I, I, I just feel like... Not, not say whatever they want, pay it. Because I, I think that, that that's not a good strategy. But at the same time, I do feel like Liverpool are... are not one, one, one signing, one signing away from greatness and all that. But they are... There's a couple of positions that need strengthening. A, a little bit of the squad needs a little bit of bolstering. And they really are genuine title contenders or, or at least they can post numbers which in normal years would get you close to the Premier League title that the big out the, you know the big uh wild card if you will is just what Manchester City end up doing and and look Liverpool could end up getting 95 points next season but if Manchester City get 102 then there's not much you can do about that but Liverpool are a couple of signs away I believe to supposing an 85 90 point season so if Liverpool change their
2: mind, or it's going to let's face it, it's going to be Jurgen Klopp changes his mind and says, right, I quite fancy Allison, let's go in for him. Would you be happy if they then bid the suggested 80 million euros, Joe, to to sign him? Would you be happy if they handed over 80 million euros, whatever that is, 70 million quid, 65 million quid, to to sign a goalkeeper?
1: As I mentioned earlier, it's difficult to get your head around spending that sort of money on a goalkeeper. Spend, isn't, that Buffon, sort of money isn't Buffon still the world's most expensive? No, Edison oh, is now. Oh, Addison, is sorry. Now, yeah. I mean,
2: was he fifty? I think
1: he was fifty. Was
2: he fifty?
0: I think he was fifty. I'm Not sure,
1: but it, it's hard to get your head around that, that spending that sort of money on any player, never mind the goalkeeper. Um, but as Christian says, if if it if it solves an issue and that they the next season, ten games into the season, you're thinking, just like with Van Dyke, Liverpool have solved a big issue here and and they've got goalkeeper that that could be with them for the next 10 years then who's complaining um, I, you know back, back when Man United spent 20 million on De Gea it seemed like a lot for a young guy and he, I know he struggled at first but they've now had that position sorted for how many years you know the last 8-9 years so I don't think I think with the money side of things you soon forget it as soon as you see them on the pitch uh, we've, we've forgotten all about how much Van Dijk costs because he's been so good and made such an impact since he came in uh, the same will go for Cater. Um and that, that fees are just going crazy, aren't they? So, I, I, I don't have an issue with them spending that sort of money now. Th-
2: thirty-five billion pounds for Edison, by the way, I just checked. Is that all? Yeah, thirty-five oh, million.
1: Is, so that mean pick, isn't Pickford the second most expensive goalkeeper in the world? I
2: think he's thirty-two point one. So maybe the third. third. Yeah. So so
1: Liverpool could potentially have the world's most expensive goalkeeper and defender by the end. Of this window.
0: That's ins- that's insane. When uh, you're having sold it. the
1: third and second, third most
2: expensive player of all time, yeah. it would be, yeah. It's,
0: the thing about goalkeeper, well, the, the thing about in general with Liverpool's transfer strategy, uh, when you buy young, you are buying for, well, not young, you know, the, 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 there's been a clear markup, you know, 23, 24, 25. You do get that longevity out of them. So if you sign a goalkeeper who's 25 years of age, you, you've potentially got him for 8, 10 years that averages out to about, I don't know, six point five, seven million pounds a year. That's not that's not a lot of money. I know that's an ideal world where he stays for ten years and there's you know there's no guarantees of that, but you know, they will be looking at him and thinking, well he's twenty five, at the very least we can get him till 32, 33. you know, so spread that out over eight years, it's not it's not a lot of money, it's it's a long term investment. I always thought that it can work the other way. I always thought when Liverpool signed Andy Carroll and people were going, Oh my god, thirty five million and it's like, well, yeah, but if he plays at Liverpool till he's 31, he's only got 3.5 million a year. Obviously, it didn't work out like that, but I'm sure that comes into their thinking as well. Just another thing about the money, I think what we are noticing with Liverpool is, I think they've racketed up the wages a little bit. I think they've gone the next level in terms of wages, I feel, in terms well, of attracting that that's, next, that's, next, that's next level of say player. That because
2: then that then goes back on the actual squad that's already there, because then if they're attracting those kind of players, then they'll turn around and go, hang on. I'd like a pay rise, which is probably why Firmino got one. Why Salah will get one. one. Van imagine. Dijk obviously came in on big money. Then you're looking at who would do the mainstays of the team. Well, Trent Trent must be due one soon. Yeah, Robertson would, Robertson would probably. Will well, well, Robertson,
0: you think might get one in. Lovren the front, and Lallana so. got them, and, yeah. and people balked at Lovren being on 100 grand a week. But mm. you know that's right now. That, that if I feel like 100 grand a week is absolutely. Spot on for, for a, a fair choice defender, which I mean, Lovren's second at the moment. But you know what Here's I mean. Here's a
2: question for you then: If Lovren play, is playing for a different team and he plays like that in the Champions League final, would Liverpool be instantly linked with him, or would all Liverpool fans want to sign him? Absolutely.
1: But you could say that about Lovren anyway, couldn't you? Because he had one good season for Southampton, and suddenly he had everyone talking about how he was Liverpool's the answer to Liverpool's problems, and it was only one season. He'd, he'd struggled ahead of that, so. I, I, that's just the way a football fan works, isn't it, unfortunately? So what are we saying then?
2: Should Liverpool then spend the money? Are you saying yeah? I'm saying yeah. And if it's not on Alisson, Joe, you reckon Black? But he's just oh. signed a new deal, hasn't he, at Atletico, at Atletico Yeah, there's
1: talk about sophie's clause But then that, if but... it's
2: not those two, if carries is meant to be struggling or not quite at the level than you're expecting, what other goalkeepers can Liverpool go for? I mean, this, is the, this is the other question now, because goal, goalkeeper is such a specialist position now. It seems to be even more specialist than it ever was that's the thing and certainly for the way that Liverpool want to play that you look at Man- Manchester City is the good example because they kind of play kind of the same football and Guardiola not Guardiola as, as you say I always say um, wants to get the ball up there as quick as possible the way that Klopp does as well there's a very limited market for these kind of goalkeepers is, is Navas one of them?
0: No no I I, I think it, especially in the, what about a, the Barcelona a, guy the one who doesn't play? Silas no yeah. chance but he's well if believe well, the reports in Spain he's super
2: keen to come for what was not, it 60 odd million pounds
0: I'd be ridiculous. super keen to keep goal for Liverpool as yeah. well I, I, I think what happens there if, if let's say O'Black and let's say um, uh, Alisson and I don't know throw a couple of more elite names out there like I don't know a Donna Rummer or somebody like that but he's who, only about 14 well, no well he is so that's not me saying that, I'm just saying like you know these. if you pick the top five keepers in the world you know who were available to Liverpool potentially um, I think if Liverpool don't identify a, a potential arrival in amongst those, I think we might see a, a, a summer where a, a holding, like a holding season, where a player of a similar level to Carius comes in, and you've almost got those two again competing well, for the mate? number. The Cla- who's that? I'd, the Claudio
1: Bravo style. Almost, almost.
0: You the question? The at Lazio, who I haven't seen, but he's you know he's young. He's More the guy of,
2: into like, Milan. Handanovic he's all yeah. thirty-seven. Well, he would have experience. No, no, but no, no, that,
0: no. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that basically. I mean, that that is a possibility that you get somebody in who is sort of at the at the twilight of his of his goalkeeping career. I mean, Craigie Buffon's funds free, um, but at the same, what what I'm saying is sort of you almost get a another Karius, um, and you have those two compete for the number one jersey for this season. You get your irons in the fire for a Another goalkeeper the summer after, and then you make the decision on which one you cut loose of Karius and, and the summer then, arrival from this that, summer. Doesn't that then go back
2: to though what Liverpool were like before Klopp came in, where they were always compromising? Because if I think as Joe mentioned, Liverpool when they wanted the Van Dyke, for example, they were willing to wait, spend the money, and they've done that with the several other players, and and it's paid off. And they don't really want to because I, th- I wrote a story this week, basically looking at Klopp and the signings that he's made, and I think he's he'd made he's only made if you don't count the ones that have come in this summer, he's only made thirteen one of them was Alex Manninger who obviously mm. was never brought to play one was Stephen Colker. so that leaves you with 11 two of them were Gruwich and Solanke, who are for the future
1: Gruwich was possibly signed before Klopp wasn't he really he came in almost immediately well, that's he true, he was scouts yeah, before he was scouting, hand, yeah
2: wasn't that's he? true okay so so there's that and then you're left with nine and of the nine five of them started the final two were on the bench and the other two were injured who we could have we
0: would have either played or been on the bench but this so. will, I don't think this should be a compromise I think this is what this is a th- something other than a compromise this isn't throwing 50 million on the goalkeeper you're not sure on they they, ultimately as I said Mignolet won't I can't see Mignolet stay and they can't go into next season with Karius and Mignolet well, well, so why not with Karius and Ward then
1: bearing in see mind that, 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 I, I don't think they'll do what you, you're saying I think they will go with carry and Ward if really yeah, yeah, Klopp you I don't agree,
0: think they yeah. go say like spend another 5 million Absolutely on a goalkeeper no, no, Klopp just
1: doesn't do that does he he he, he doesn't like Doherty says, he doesn't go out and compromise, and go uh, I know he says it's not compromise, but go, you know what? We're not getting him, so we'll we'll sign him as a temporary measure. He he'll put his faith back in Carius, or he'll give Ward a chance, or he'll sign Allison or whoever it is for big money. And I, I I have a little feeling he'll do the latter. I think they'll just spend the money and, and get something done.
2: Just just dwelling briefly on Carius then do we expect him to play again for Liverpool at some point? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you feel as though perhaps things have calmed down? Uh, a oh, sorry, um, he'll be in the squad. Yeah, he'll be I, in the squad.
1: See, I said the other day straight after the final, he, he would never play for Liverpool again. And, uh, it's probably a bit strong, but I, I do think he will never be the same at Liverpool. he will never be a, the undisputed number one ever again. There'll be some sort of battle next season, whether it's between him and Ward or they'll sign someone and he'll be relegated to second choice.
2: So it becomes a bit like David James then, where he was never yeah, really, yeah. the. while he played most of the games, he was never the absolute rock-solid number one. But then why should you Do, be? do that why, as well. Why, sort of why should he be, though? why is why is goalkeeping any different to any of the other positions? Because no one's just, guaranteed.
0: But it just is, isn't it? Because it is that sort of security and, and that solidity. You don't have to rotate them as much and ultimately, you know, the goalkeeper is one of the most important positions on the pitch and, and you know, your number one is your number one. So we've done the keeper then. Talking to transfers, where else do you think Liverpool
2: need to strengthen? I mean a couple of months ago people would have said centre back, now perhaps it's not quite as pressing. What one position that clearly is is attacking midfielder, wide man. That hence the interest in Nabil Fekir. It looks like I don't know what's going on there in terms of Leon. I, it's it's difficult to say really. I think Liverpool ideally would want to get the deal done before the World Cup, but with each day that passes, that looks a slightly less unlikely. Leon, of course, would like a, a bidding war. I think they've kind of accepted that the player is going to going to leave, and by all accounts, he'd rather go to Liverpool. But
1: Leon are notoriously yeah. difficult to negotiate with. But if you, even if you go as far back as say Michael Ezian going to Chelsea and every year they, they made themselves well, very that's, that's difficult it's been the with.
2: same the same president hasn't it and yeah. that's why oh, well, that's, all, good, that's good good for them good for yeah. them because if they've got these yeah. players that always move on then, then you may as well get the best price for them don't make it easy but and they always cling it, on make... to players
1: don't they like yeah. Lacazette they, they clung on to him for probably two years longer than anyone thought they would but they because of the way they, they deal with clubs they're not pushed around or bullied
2: I mean if they, it may, then puts the onus then on the team that wants to buy them they have to go all in I suppose mm-hmm. and then that in some way reflects well then on the player because the player will then be convinced so Liverpool are obviously making a big a big play for him and it, we saw what happened with Fabi- Fabinho that they're trying to do their business quite not, what was the word I'm looking for quietly quietly C- covertly. quickly yeah. covertly yeah. that's the word I was looking for Yeah, but with this one it seems that they're not going to be able to because the French side of things are quite
0: keen to I think Leon are quite keen to make things known yeah I, I, it, it, it's the two sides of a transfer isn't it in the sense that the Fabinho one almost happens through the back door nobody expects it and then you do get these Not, it's not a saga yet but the, you know as you say um, Monsieur Aula um, is never good. <laughs> is never um, is never is never shy I don't think of, of, of he wasn't shy about talking about Lacazette I remember was it two summers ago, when he was sort of saying uh, Lacazette to Liverpool, uh, why would he go to a team not in the Champions Cup, as, as as he as he would call it? He's not shy of getting his his opinion out there. He's not shy of strengthening his his, his club's hand. And and you know, if he can work the media in that way, uh, you know, go for it. It'd be very interesting to see if it does rumble on to the World Cup because you know, as we know, players for some reason assume that mixed zones on international duty do not uh, filter back into into um, their club's sort of, you know, conscience. It's 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 amazing. It's like
2: defences are down slightly, aren't they? Which is which is good if you get to to speak to players because invariably they they'll say like, oh, I don't want to talk about my future." But then if they've if they've been on the back back of a defeat or something or something's yeah. happened, they can be caught a little bit. Also, off guard. they're
0: just away from the they're just away from the the club's uh, environments, aren't they? Yeah. You know, they've been away and they've probably been talking to players who have been. You know, Nabil Fekir will 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 go there, and he will be rooming with players who play in the Champions League at the highest level, and you know if Leon hasn't sorted out his is. Future by then, then he'll, he will be getting frustrated. So, if a reporter does say, What about your future? You know, the, the, there's every chance he does but, you know, blow the, same, the lid off. Yeah,
2: in. by the same token, he could be speaking with players from other clubs who go, Right, yeah. we'd be quite interested but in you. Time is cetera, of the et cetera, et cetera. essence. I, yeah. I
0: think, in general, time is of the essence for, for a number of reasons. And, you know, that is one. And, and number two is, as you said, in terms of bidding war, same with Alison, for Fakir. The thing about Fabinho is that there, there was never going to be a, uh, an issue with that because he's not in the Brazilian squad. But, you know, Liverpool Pulisic, interestingly, you know, he's another name who's been linked. Uh, Obviously, Klopp was very interested in him a couple of years ago. Um, You know, I think they still do retain that interest. And he's not there with the United States. So there's less, you know, there's less panic there. But when it comes to Fakir and Alisson and and players like that, the the quicker the better, really.
2: I mean, Joe, where else do you think Liverpool need to strengthen then? If you look at. We mentioned the goalkeeper. We mentioned Fekir. They've already got in the defensive midfielder, which personally I think was a was a great move and and one that they needed to do. They needed somebody to get in there and just basically knock opponents over. I mean, you saw how many bookings he's had over in France. I think it's fifty-two in two hundred and thirty-three mm-hmm. games. But is there anywhere else? I mean, you're looking at the we mentioned Fekir. Make- There's the forward line itself because while Fekir is the kind of Mane slash. Salah type of player who could possibly do a Lallana role or you know he's basically Coutinho's replacements isn't yes, he really yeah. that still doesn't leave you with the extra options up top that Solanke or Ings have tried to do this season and for various reasons haven't quite managed it
1: yeah the forward line needs work doesn't it in, in terms of the preserves so yeah I would like to see a, a Pulisic type player a younger player who, who, who would be happy to sort of rotate and then um and then they probably need someone a little bit better than Solanke or Rings, but maybe this is just an ideal world we're talking in and they, they can't have it all in one summer. But yeah, you would think someone slightly better than them to come in and, and give Firmino a rest or allow Liverpool to change formation a little bit um, when, when they have to. I personally think they, they still need another centre-half, Clavan. Um, he was free next, yeah, next he's, year, and he was struggling with illness this year, wasn't he? And hmm. there's rumours that that isn't really getting any better, which is a, is a worry. And then Matip, of course, will have a long injury, um, and then whether Moreno goes, but they need another left back. Surely Moreno? Well, to be honest, I don't think anyone can read Moreno's mind. I think Moreno will um, stay. I think. Do you Plop, think Klopp likes
2: and, him? I think, and I think he's quite happy to be in and around the squad, and he's he's
1: kind of he's, he's become like the squad clown. He's become the, the, he's just Jose Enrique too, isn't he? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I would like to see them buy some experience, uh, whether that's at centre half um, or elsewhere.
2: Now we've had this conversation. I think it was yeah. early this week in the office. You I think Liverpool. Th- I, pen, am, I am. I yeah. am. I think Liverpool should try and sign Jamie Vardy. Silence, the silence speaks <laughs> volumes there. Um. Go on. Right for a start, he's what thirty-one. 31, right. So he's kind of coming to the end of his deal at Leicester. No. Well, even if he hasn't come to the end of his deal, he's certainly come to the end of his useful life there because Mares is going to go to Man City and I think they'll want to rebuild their team. And I think Vardy, will, you know, he, he did the thing where he stayed. He could have gone to Arsenal after they won the league, stayed. I'm not going to say regrets it because he doesn't because he ended up scoring loads of goals again mm-hmm. last season and he's going to be... He's in the England squad, isn't he? Yeah, he's in the England squad yeah. for the World Cup. I think if he's playing coming off the bench every game or playing every other game and it, because he'll play a lot of games I think he also offers something different yeah. he's, got, he's got pace he can get in behind I think he's a better footballer than people give credit
0: for he just needs to see some of his goals
2: and he can stiff out a goal as I well feel, he feels uh, like a Bellamy
0: yeah. yeah. But, but it's crazy because obviously Bellamy was a was a free and then he was six million when he yeah, first came. Yeah. What would Vardy be thirty thirty five million for a thirty one year old? That's
1: the difference, isn't it? I'd take I'd Vardy in a heartbeat. I'd, I'd certainly have him, and you'd certainly have him over Solanke or Rings, And that's exactly what I was talking about—an mm. an upgrade on them, but someone who you don't really figure in, in Liverpool's long term first team plans, perhaps. But like Christine says, you. you Leicester will hold Liverpool to ransom for a player like that. Well if They're it's not, not him
2: if it's not him then who
1: I think, I, 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 think, for, I, think Fakir. I
0: think Fakir is the one who will, will step into
2: but the Firmino Breach. But, but he's just the same as the others. Yeah. They need something a bit different, I think.
1: I think they need a different option. But then that's that's the difficulty, isn't it, in finding these types of options. And I'm I'm sure there are players in different leagues. Um, but no one from the Premier League I would say springs to mind Zaha's again. he's he's another wide man isn't he I think we're we're looking for the orthodox forward who scores a few more goals but I suppose they're hard to come by now it's not it's not the mid-90s and
0: as we've said before Firmino's position I know we're looking for somebody different here but Firmino's position is so bespoke and is so Mm -hmm. tweaked to Liverpool's style that it's unfair on, on it is unfair on somebody like Solanke Rings if you just plonk them into Firmino's position because he's, the whole team plays differently around Firmino.
1: He's almost a problem, isn't he, Firmino? He's yeah, yeah, that good at what he does it's an incredible he's such problem, a specialist, but, but yeah, it creates a problem because you have no one to come in and fill the gap for him. Or an alternative the, the, closest, I, thing I, him, actually,
0: I, the closest thing to him the closest thing to or the closest thing to you know, is, is Thomas Muller. Yeah, or for me, that was the closest thing to Thomas Muller, whichever yeah. way you want to look at it. Thomas Muller, the most German footballer ever. He's 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 got German he's, he's, he's very as German,
1: Teutonic. He's not as German as Karsten Janke, is he? Yeah, but Karsten Janke is not playing at the moment. Also, well, I'm sure Karsten Janke was Polish. You know? I did, didn't I? He yeah, did say I did. Sorry. I'm
0: sure Janke was Polish. No, he wasn't. I'm, no, no, he played for Germany, but I think he had Polish, like he had Polish blood.
2: Well, Emre chan has got got Turkish. Well, yeah, Closer
0: playing. was Polish. I might be getting them mixed up. Me, tall German strikers. Carry
1: on. Let's
0: Thanks, Christian.
1: Where were we? Right. Yeah, let's move
2: on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, where were
1: we? Uh, we were talking strikers. Timo Werner. He's Timo the Werner. one that's been. It's been but mentioned. he's not going to come. You, I just don't think you could tempt the Timo Werner to come to Liverpool while saying to him, "Well, you might not play every week," because I, how would he, how would he respond to being on the bench a number of times? And, I, and I'm always, I'm always one to say, "Well, sign it and, and solve that problem when you've got it," but then at the same time. You've got to be clever. Haven't you could you could pitch to say a Pulisic come to Liverpool. You're 19. You'll eventually become a mainstay in the team. And this season you'll play 20, 30 games. But I think a Werner, you would want to play every single game. It'd be a waste game. as well, wouldn't yeah, it, of perhaps, Werner? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. sort
0: of it's. it's uh, Liverpool don't need to spend that sort of money on somebody who can only play one position. I think we'll yeah. find this this summer is that. The club wants that versatility and you know Fabinho essentially can play three positions, Fakir can play across the three in yeah. in the midfield or even up front. Um and, and again, you know, somebody like Pulisic. It wouldn't surprise me if Alisson can play centre back. Uh just Janka by the way, I was I was chatting actually bubbles. Um <laughs> he is he was born in Grushmühlen, East Germany, and he is currently the head coach of S V Horn. Where where are they? In Germany. Ah, so the it, most German good. man,
1: German footballer ever, indeed. The chairman's
0: u k Honda, the former Japanese, it? Yeah.
1: The car. The, the oh, sorry, it's in
0: Austria. Forgive okay. me. <laughs> what is going on?
1: <laughs> Get out.
2: <Yeah>. Stop <laughs> looking at your phone, Christian. Yeah. Uh, final thing then.
1: Any other positions? As I was saying before, I mean, uh, uh, maybe that's where you answered the question at, at Vardy for experience mm. but I would like to see them you know this young it is a young side isn't it and it reminds me a little bit maybe of the um, the 2000 side so I you know can, what I'm going to say Yeah, and I was going to say that I you know you're coming Gary Mack, Mack. Mack. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: I think there was what was the stat it was 24.5 average age of Liverpool's yeah. team in the Champions League final which I think was one of the youngest if not the youngest ever and I think Real Madrid was something like 28.5 mm. and Wild obviously they got a lot of players 30, 31, 32 they're players that won stuff and they're, they're going to have to you know, go through their team and and renovate it and you know, rebuild it, as it were. Especially now that they haven't got a manager. Um, but Gary McAllister. I mean, I wouldn't play him. it got to be fifty odd now. But you
1: talk about, I mean, again, it's pie in the sky because the wages he'd be on and and the position we've just talked about a lot. But you talk about a Buffon, someone who's been there and done everything. And I wonder the sort of impact a player like that. You know, I think like a Cellini, at Juventus, who. Chiellini, Chiellini, Chiellini. Sorry, I've, I've gone all Sam Carroll <laughs> on us. Um, I, I think of I think of him at Juventus, and you think of someone who has got a bit of Ramos in him. We won't go into the Ramos debate, but also has won in all. Has been around the block. Who has got a winner's mentality? Uh, Rafa always used to talk about a winner's mentality, but I think it, I think it counts for something, and I think it it can turn a team of nearly men. Into a, into a winning team.
2: You have to admit that Liverpool are a team of nearly men at the moment. That's mm-hmm. four finals in a row. It's the worst run ever as a club. I mean, if they don't win anything next season, it'll be the longest run since, I must admit, I don't know off the top of my head, I think it's the 1960s since the, since the, between winning trophies. At the very least, it's going to be seven, which matches the gap between 66 and 73, which went, which was when uh, Bill Shankly
0: was in charge. Thanks for that cheerful uh, <laughs> insolence. No, no, but the it, point I'm going to say no, that, no, it's is true, that it's, straight it's, after that, they then won the league yeah, that's, and then that's, that's 66, that 66 to 73 was very much getting you know all the, the houses of, in yeah, a row. And, it was, and end of, it was the end of his first great team, and then mm-hmm. it was the building of his, of his second great team. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's it is it's, it, you know, it'd be lovely if that was, was to happen. Um, I mean, it depends how, how, how important is a trophy. You know, the Liverpool, it's a, they become an also become a better team because they win the League Cup. You know, is yes, is a short answer to
1: that, really. Yeah, they they want something? It's about getting that monkey off your back, though, isn't it? I, I, I always felt that that a trophy, others follow. Yeah, One I, I, I don't disagree,
0: follow. but I wouldn't sort of. I mean, you look, Again, at, at, Mourinho, you look at Mourinho,
2: and he's Where won them? wherever, nearly wherever, everywhere he's gone. He's almost he's won a trophy nearly in the mm. first season every single time. Not always, but nearly always. He's not wasted any time doing it. I don't right.
0: think you say a season's, but not not that usual way. But like a season's success isn't defined on a on a on a trophy no, or not. No, But I agree in the sense that it would be nice if Liverpool could just turn up, and you know, I don't know, get Northampton for revenge in the final and, and smash them seven 0 and ultimately again the monkey is off the back. Then
1: tough tough side, North, Northampton though. Mm. You're just you're play. just talking cobblers now. Yeah.
0: See what I did there? Right,
2: that'll do us. uh, Join us next week where we'll have our latest Blood Red podcast. Cheerio.
0: You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.